Today's video is a small portion of Michael Ellis's clinic on decoy or helper training at his school for dog trainers in California. This short lecture is about preventing face bites or hand bites on the decoy during protection work. Well, getting bit in the face or the hand is not a common thing in protection training dogs, whether for police service work or one of the biting dog sports, it does occasionally happen. And when it happens, it's almost exclusively the result of decoys making a mistake. Michael explains some of the mistakes in this video. If you or your police department have an interest in learning to be a decoy, I would strongly recommend Michael's Decoy Clinic. Next year, Michael and I plan on producing a few decoy training DVDs that will complement his clinic. What you're doing while you're getting bit in terms of movement, right? So I was talking a little bit about it with the wedge and how we pull in kind of pulsy sections to keep the dog's grip steady. Well, we're going to do the same kind of things when we're going to put the dog on a sleeve and we're going to put the dog on a leg sleeve and do the same kinds of things, right? We're going to basically work to try to uh, move properly to encourage good gripping behavior. So we kind of learn what to do when the dog's biting us. Uh, and then uh, after that, what I'll do is I'll, we'll have everyone put the suit back on and um, we'll actually place the dog on upper body bites as well so you can get, feel what that feels like and get, start to get comfortable. Because it, excuse me, it is different than working on a dog on a sleeve and it's different than working a dog on your leg as well, right? So is we, there a certain way to avoid getting bit in the face? Um, yeah, so um, uh, I've been bitten in the face uh, in an obedience class by uh, like Sheltie Mix. No, I haven't been bitten in the face by a working dog actually doing bite work. Um, what happens, I've had dogs try, um, but so one of the things is that I would, that I would say is like you've got to read the dog's mood, right? So the more the dogs are working in aggression, in aggression and the more presence you're putting on them with your face, the more likely they are to go for your face. Most of the time, the dogs have, uh, we've done all this development and channeled all the dogs' uh, energies into biting equipment from the time they were young. So that's what they're looking to bite. And your face is not really in their, on their radar. Right? It doesn't look like anything they've ever bit before. Right? So the dogs that would try to bite you in the face are either dogs frequently that are way too defensive or seriously in aggression, and you're doing a lot of staring at them and that kind of junk, and then they might target your face. But usually you see all kinds of signs before you get to that point. The dog's really reacting aggressively. It's not looking at your body parts at all. It's focusing only on your face and a lot of things like that, right? So you see that coming. And then um, there's a risk uh, that if the dog is biting me and I'm leaning over and I'm putting a bunch of facial pressure on the dog and I'm not moving correctly and the dog's not getting a response here that they could try to come off and bite me in the face. But again, they usually give you all kinds of warning signs. Very rarely is the dog biting you and then all of a sudden jumping off and trying to bite your face, right? They would start to growl and start to loosen their grip and chew around and then, and then they, but they would give you all kinds of warning that it's coming. And then when we do stuff online, one of the things you'll notice is that beginning helpers a lot of times, uh, you would just watch the dog's focus. So like if I were going to give the dog a shoulder bite online, I'm going to lean my shoulder down like this and stick my face out there, right? But what I do is I watch the dog's 
I make my shoulder the target and I watch the dog's face. If the dog's looking strictly at my face, then I'm careful about making my... But you'll see when they start to look past. It's the same thing if I'm looking at you or looking at your shoulder. You know the difference. It's the same with the dog. You can see when they start to focus on certain body parts. So basically, don't lead with your face. Right? Don't stick your face in their face. You can keep your whatever you want them to bite out in front of you. Um, when you're putting pressure on the dog, personal pressure with your demeanor and face, then make sure that whatever they're biting, you've got energy in. Don't have your arm totally dead and lean over them and stare at them. Um, and then watch for signs of defensive aggression in the dogs when the dogs are really showing you a lot of um, active defensive signs, right? So lots of things that we see with dogs that are overly defensive are lots of showing the teeth, uh, their hackle stand up, piloerection, which is threat display, uh, ears back, um, a lot of kind of stressed uh, aggressive behavior, right? Classic defensive behavior. And with that dog, be careful uh, just because those dogs are stressed and they're much less clear in the head. But it's such an uncommon thing. So people, I mean, it's possible to get bit in the face, but um, it's really uncommon uh, uh, because the dogs have had so much um, practice working on other things. Now, I have friends that have been bit accidentally in the face doing things like uh, working on the object guard, that kind of stuff, where they're, they were using st something in their hands to come in to take the object and they were doing stuff like this to block, and the dog launched, and they moved like this, and the dog came over and hit him in the chin and hit him in the face, but they weren't, the dog wasn't like the dog was trying to bite him in the face, right? They were trying to be fancy with something, and they got, accidentally got bit. So most That's of the face like bites I've seen... Hands, you, the dog's not really focused on your hands, but if you move them into the bite... Yeah, you get bit in the hands uh, on accident, yeah, because you're, like, the dog's going for something, and you're moving your hand, and they catch you in the hand unintentionally. And then... Uh, what happens a lot is with aggressive dogs and helpers that don't know what they're doing, again, remember we keep talking about uh, you responding to what the dog's doing, right? So if the dog, if the dog is very aggressive, this happens a lot in police dogs, the dogs are really aggressive, they're biting, they think they're in a real fight, so they bite you here, and it's an inexperienced decoy, it's a police officer that doesn't normally work dogs, and he just keeps doing whatever he's doing. Ah! He's yelling, he's, he's waving his arms around, but the, he's not responding to the dog. The dog's biting him, and he's not, oh, yeah, you're getting me. He just keeps doing whatever he was doing. And now the dog says, hey, this isn't working. I'm giving him my best shot. Nothing's happening here. And the guy's moving his hands around or swinging, and the dog, so the dog jumps off of that and goes for what's moving usually, right? At first, it's not like, hey, this isn't working. I'm going to try to bite him there. It's like, hey, nothing's happening here. I'm not getting a reaction from him. But his hand's flying around, so he jumps off and bites the guy in the hand, or tries to bite him in the hand. And when he does, what does he get? A big reaction, right? Dog goes, he goes, whoa, shit, whoa. And the dog's like, aha, that's how you get to him. Biting him here is no good. Bite him in the hands, then he'll pay it, right? So it's then you get dogs, these police dogs, through bad work, that start hunting your hands, right? They start looking to try to bite you in the hands on purpose because they had bad decoy work where the decoys didn't respond to their power when they were biting where they were supposed to, and they transferred their bite once, and when they transferred their bite, the guy made a big reaction. Right? So, like, with, do with dogs that we're, we want to desensitize to that, so we, that would have that problem, we put on, uh, like, shark gloves. <laughs> we put on, they have these metal hand protectors, I mean, they have these plastic hand protectors, and then if the dog transfers when they bite there, we're just totally non-reactive. Yeah, and when they bite back where they're supposed to, oh, you're killing me, you're killing me. So we can teach the dogs not to transfer their bite. But usually it's bad training. Um, and, but you see that a lot in police dogs where either they pressure the dog. The other thing that people do is they put a lot of pressure on the dog to out 
and they did it wrong, right? So again, superstitious stuff. So the dog bites me here, and he's biting me. We say out, and they shock him, or they correct the snot out of him. And now he doesn't think this is a safe place. So if he bites you there, he tries there for a second, then he says, oh, this is the time, this is about the time I'm about to get hammered for letting go. And they jump off and bite somewhere else, and they'll transfer their bites because somebody uh, superstitiously put too much pressure on them at the wrong time and for the out. So now they said, this is an unsafe place to be. You see it on the sleeve a lot, dogs that are biting in the middle of the sleeve until somebody hammers them for an out, and then they associate it with that place. Now they'll only bite the elbow or the hand of the sleeve, and they won't bite the middle of the sleeve anymore because that's an unsafe place.